This is your football life with Rex Hunt for Tobin Brothers Funerals, celebrating lives. Well, we're certainly doing that again in football terms, Matthew, and we've got an absolute rip snorter for you today. We have a wonderful Australian game, folks, and in the VFL and AFL, thousands of men have played the game at the highest level. Some play and move on, others have more of an impact, and in this case, the family has had such an impact on the game. They make a lasting impression that will indelibly be recorded in the history of the game forever, and such is the case with today's guest. 313 VFL-AFL games for South Melbourne and Essendon, twice Premiership captain with Essendon. Three-time All-Australian, VFL Players' uh, Most Valuable Player, 1983, now the Lee Matthews Trophy. Essendon, Best and Ferris, 1982. Essendon, Team of the Century at half-forward and inducted into the Australian Football Hall of Fame. And Neil uh, Neil Danaher's brother is on the line. It's Terry Danaher, and this is your football life, Terry. Good morning to you, Rex. Well... This is just a great honour for me. We'll get to uh, to Neil's plight in a moment. But if I was Sam Newman, I would say, you idiot. However, I'm going to just preface that by telling the listeners, you're going to run onto the field for Hungary at 58 years of age with your brother Chris. What on earth have you been drinking? That home brew again? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, Rex, but no, we've got a big uh, weekend on up here. Yeah. We've got the big freeze in Melbourne and we've got the... Um, 100-year anniversary of the uh, Hungarian Magpies Football Club. So uh, Goodness me. We've got a big weekend on up here. We, we nearly lost our club in 2014, and you wouldn't believe it. We backed up the next year and won the flag. So uh, How does that happen? Is, is that just the spirit of the bush, or did you get some infusion well, of funds? No, or what? Just, How did it come uh, about? We had a few wrecks that um, uh, made the effort to... Uh, to to come back home and uh, keep the club going. I mean, they drive from Canberra. They come up from down around the Murray. So it's a a mighty effort, and uh, we'll have probably four or five of those players uh, playing tomorrow. Isn't that amazing? Uh, You know, you are folklore, the Danaher brothers. uh, You know, Anthony, Chris, Neil and yourself, the first and only time it's happened that four brothers have played for a VFL-AFL team. Uh, Did you all come through that, uh, that football club at Hungary? All started, all cut our teeth uh, at Hungary and uh, before we moved on. Rex, uh, it was a wonderful uh, environment to start your footy in and uh, there was plenty of it, of course, coming up through the juniors and uh, playing senior footy and then, uh, yeah, we were well educated and uh, taught taught the game and uh, no, things have uh, been very fortunate. I now I'm going to get to the uh, the most difficult part tomorrow. The big freeze at the MCG, the second consecutive year. The celebrities going down, hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, to be raised for the awareness of this horrible thing that is killing your brother. As as you watch him, how difficult it is to just watch that horrible disease uh, take you know taking your brother inch by inch. Yes, uh, well, to start with, he's, he's probably fortunate, Rex, to, to a lot of others that he's got the slower version of it. But 
but it seems to be growing and uh and it's been full credit to neil and uh and all the, the his support staff people around him that have really rallied behind it and uh and and uh really got that awareness out there and of course they're raising uh important money to try and find a cure for this damn disease it's a it's a bug of a thing and it, uh, it's very hard on families and there's a lot of it about Rex. We just don't realise it's a silent killer. And uh, But Neil's sort of playing a pretty, pretty important role there. Wow, and, is he uh, what? Trying to uh, you know, find, uh, find a cure for the disease. And uh, we need, obviously, to, to find the cure, you need the right people on the job and, uh, and we need the money to support them. He joked... Uh... The other night on Foxtel, you know, that they've had some good results with mouse, uh, mice, mice, as he said, but I'm not a mouse, and he's still got his, uh, he's still got his sense of humour. You can see it <laughs> physically taking the toll, but he's, he's still as sharp as a tack, that young boy from the Central West in, uh, in New South Wales. <laughs> uh, well, you've got to have a bit of that, though, uh, Rex, don't you? You know, yeah, you uh, do. You've got to... But, uh, but, but the, there is a, a serious side to him, and, uh, and he's pretty well hell bent on. Uh, he's seen a lot of sufferers out there. When you're involved in uh, in it, like he's, he's got the family involved pretty well. He's got uh, his sisters and uh, and the nephews and that all down there on uh, tomorrow to to, uh, to to support him. And uh, so uh, he gets a lot of support that way. Fantastic. And you can SMS the word freeze, F-R-E-E-Z-E, -E to 0400-064-064 or visit freezemnd.com and let's freeze uh, in Terry's words this bugger of a disease. I think before we move on to your childhood, Terry uh, uh, just speaking uh, about Neil you've always got to take positives out of negatives, you know what I mean? And The fact is his profile has allowed him to get the message across to the public and there seems to be a real sense of urgency in the lab as well Yeah, look, it's been uh uh, terrific the support he's had Rex you know uh, from everyone he, he's, uh, he, the, the, he's the profile that he's had is, is only getting better and uh, you know with, with people and the media getting behind him I think he's good mate and Tim Watson and uh, and uh, you know players uh, that he coached at the Melbourne Football Club and there's a whole range of different people out there that have really um, got in behind him and uh, I feel well if he's putting his Putting himself out there, we, you know, we're going to pull him behind him and uh, and support him with the cause. Terry Danaher is our guest on This Is Your Football Life for Turbin Brothers Celebrating Lives. Tell us about the early years when you uh, <clears throat> at West Wyalong. Uh, you were born in '57. Uh, you know that was the uh, the year before that magnificent uh, grand final in '58, where Collingwood got up and defeated Melbourne in the wet. But what's your first and early memories of our great Australian game as a kid in that area of New South Wales? Oh, look, Rex was just turning up and, uh, you know, and having your game of footy as a junior and at Hungary and um, then going off and doing the boundary umpiring and, you know, and, and watching the seniors go about their business and uh, and you could hear uh, your right on the boundary line so you could hear what was going on out there in the paddock and... Uh, it was, uh, it was a great uh, way of it, you know, cutting your teeth in footy, and I was fortunate enough to to get a run. We were a bit short in numbers one year, so you know, got into the seniors and um, at age around about 15 or so, and um, and then it sort of just went on from there. I was, I was lucky to have had 
probably two years in the seniors before I went south to uh, a little town, 70 miles south to a little town called Area Park, Maroul, and then from yeah. there, uh, uh, Ricky Quaid country, that is, and uh, and then from there went down to, uh, got invited down to South Melbourne. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a great story, uh, and you left school at 15, and you joined your dad, Jim, on the farm. Uh, those were the days where dads handed down the farm uh, to, the, to their sons. Yeah, well, 15 was long enough, I think, uh, at school, Rex. Yeah. So well, I thought I'd be a farmer. Go to the school of life, hard knocks, but... Terry. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, 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 it's funny how opportunities come your way. And, uh, yeah, and I was fortunate enough to uh, get the opportunity to come down to uh, the big smoke and uh, and see if I could, uh, you know, get a run down there at South. So yeah. It was a great experience. I didn't know how I was going. And it, was, uh, it wasn't a real warm welcome. You, you, had, to, you had to fit in. You know, but uh, but you get a lot of support if they see you, you're down there having a go, and uh, things sort of work out all right as uh, the years roll by. Did you suffer from homesickness at all? A lot of young kids, farmers, and a lot of Indigenous kids, you know, genuinely suffer from homesickness, and no, it's understandable look, you when you're a family person like yourself. You can't get back often enough. Uh, yeah, but I guess the replacement to that is, mate, as you. Uh, to get on in years, you've got, you've got your own kids to uh, support. We've got, I've got two girls and two boys, and now they've got offspring, and we've got four grandkids, so uh, they take pride of place, mate. So, uh, you know, they keep you busy. Tell us about the early years at South Melbourne. You know, it's a bit of a rocky road, and you were going to sign with Fitzroy, but then came the opportunity to, to swap with Neville Fields. Uh, tell us about those uneasy first uh, times at South Melbourne, at Lakeside Oval here in metropolitan Melbourne. We had some wonderful times there once uh, it settled in. it was uh, You didn't have uh, player managers and, and support around you in those days. You had to, as you well know, Rex, you had to find your own way into the system and you, you probably did. thought uh, you weren't good enough and uh, what am I doing down here? But... Uh, once you settle in, and of course it's, it's amazing when you, you get out and you, you play footy, you, you forget about all those other things. And uh, I guess, guess one of a couple of memories that I did have at South in those years was uh, not uh, just before I arrived there, they had a couple of your old teammates, I would have thought, Wale Roberts and uh, Graham Teasdale Goodness and me. Francis Jackson. And Francis come from Jackson. Richmond across yeah. to South. Uh, I think they uh, Richmond got Petura. So, uh, and then uh, Graeme Teasdale went on to win the, win the Brownlow. Uh, Brownlow in 77. We were lucky enough that year, Rex, to have played in an elimination final. And uh, we played against your old side in yep. Richmond, and they give us a spank. And Who was coaching you then? Uh, Ian Stewart. Ian Stewart, yeah, yeah Stewart, yeah. Coach. Yeah. Him, and, um, yeah, so we got a bit of a spanking out there, and I, I suppose they... they and it was uh, a lot of things happened in that, that the space of those next couple of months. In that, uh, Stewie got the sack, and then in come uh, Des Tuddenham, and yeah, uh, somewhere in between all of that, I got moved on. <laughs> so, uh, tell us about that. When was the first time you got wind of it? Because I believe you know our research shows that you almost signed with the Lions, Fitzroy. Uh, you know uh, who are a metropolitan Melbourne side. Uh, um, how did you end up uh, going to Essendon and, and Fields coming down to uh, Lakeside Oval? It was quite right, Rex. Uh, Fitzroy were the first to approach us. The first we got wind of it is uh, we had a chap by the name of, I think his name was Kevin Dixon, uh, the recruiting guy for um, 
Fitzroy him, uh, yep. made the trip up here to Hillview, up to the farm, and um, we were hay carting at the time, and uh, we come home with a load of hay around about lunchtime, and lo and behold, it was this uh, motor vehicle parked in under the pepper trees there with Victorian number plates on. We weren't too sure <laughs> who it was. He was sound asleep in the car. So we had a long drive. It's about eight hours from Melbourne to home, and we tapped on the roof and woke him up, and... Uh, he got out of the car and introduced himself and said, I'm from the Fitzroy Football Club and uh, can we have a talk? And uh, that was the first, first I got wind of it. And yeah. um, the next minute after we'd finished, completed the harvest and got everything sorted all out of the way and come back to Melbourne, uh, it was pretty tough. I didn't want to move anywhere, but uh, they said, look, we'd love you to stay, but uh, look, this is how it is. And uh, so I thought, well, I'd better find a club. Mm. And uh, Fitzroy showed a lot of interest. I met uh, Frank Bibby, the president, and... Uh, Graham Campbell was the coach at the time, and uh, they had a contract. They ripped that up pretty quick, and and, uh, and I was about to sign it. I took the contract home overnight, and uh, you wouldn't believe it. Next morning, Essendon got on the phone to us, and uh, I had a quick meeting with them, and uh, the they took me history. out and showed me their uh, their club, and uh, and that was about it. I, I, I chose... Uh, Essendon in the end. Fantastic. Terry Danaher is our special guest today. And don't forget, tomorrow at the MCG, the big freeze. You can just SMS the word freeze to 0400-064-064 or visit freezemnd.com as Neil Danaher battles the fight of his life. And out of the break for Tobin Brothers celebrating lives, Neil Danaher... He will be absolutely, enormously proud of the way Terry uh, arrived at Essendon and became a household name and is a legend of the game. And out of the break, there'll be more Terry Danaher and this is your football life with the kindest regards of Tobin Brothers. Dream rises to the top. He is an absolute legend of the game. You're listening to This Is Your Football Life with Rex Hunt for Tobin Brothers Funerals. Celebrating lives. Uh, we're celebrating the footy life of Terry Danaher today. Thank you, Matthew. And it's Neil Danaher's big day tomorrow. When they say it's his big day, it's a whole nation behind this wonderful soul who is just not only battling the fight of his life, he's got time to inspire other people. And uh, a word that was used twice that I saw him during the week on on shows was hope. And that, uh, that really, uh, Terry Danaher... That all stems back to where you come from, doesn't it? The family values and that sort of thing. And, and they're coming out in spades now with your brother. Well, you've got to have that. You've got to live by it. And uh, he just wants to, you know, it mightn't help him necessarily, but, uh, or others that have got it and, and are in a pretty serious way. But, uh, but he's hell-bent on uh, trying to find a cure. That's his big challenge. And, uh, well, and... Uh, and he, he stuck his hand up and, you know, and he's pulling all of us along with him. So uh, we've just got to make sure we, we back back him up and uh, support him as best we can and uh, get the message out there and, uh, and uh, you know, keep the funds coming in so that we can uh, find a cure. There's other other diseases out there too, uh, Rex, but, uh, yeah, but this is just one area that he's concentrating on and uh, we, we just want to uh, support him as... Uh, as best we can. The big freeze at the MCG tomorrow. The celebrities down the slide and into the uh, into the icy water. FreezeMND.com. And thanks to everyone uh, in advance for your great support. Terry Danaher has joined us. 
Uh, you arrived at Essendon and uh, you did all right. Uh, right from the start, you become a fast leading full forward. And by 82, you'd become so versatile that you were performing equally well in attack and defence. It, was it just a new lease of life or was it saying, this is my last chance at the big league. I'm not going to let this chance slip. I think it was probably the latter, Rex. I think that, uh, you know, uh, I was pretty lucky to get to have got another opportunity, really, to uh, continue on with me footy. Some of us are late starters, and uh, I was probably one of those, uh, a late mature, whether it be not not uh, picking it up, not being smart enough and going about it the right way, but uh, I wasn't going to let go of the second opportunity I had. Plus, I had a bit of support uh, Neil was freshly out of Assumption College, Kilmore, and uh, he was uh, getting a kick or two up there. And um, and Eston uh, uh, decided to have him on as part of a package as well. So I had good support with Neil yeah. coming across with me to Eston. So it sort of helped us both settle in. And um, you're not too sure what's in front of you, but uh, I was lucky. I w- went into a fine club. They, they there's a position available and uh, I guess everything sort of uh, fitted in okay yeah. and uh, you know they're a great bunch of guys and and uh, we went with them all the way through you know Timmy Watson Simon Madden Gary Foles you know and then the boys from the Bush Glen Orker Roger Merritt and later on Billy Duckworth Baker and so they were they weren't just great players but they're terrific guys off the off the, yeah. off the field as well. It's it's just, it's not luck, but it's just a matter of being in the right uh, place at the right time. You know, I was fortunate, Richmond, my dear friend Robert Walls has spoken on this program about the very th- same thing, that you're just fortunate to get there with a the group of players who had that common goal. Uh, Sheedy. Talk to me about Sheedy. I played in uh, three grand finals with Sheedy and uh, just thought mm. he'd be a Richmond person forever. I believe now that he's more of an Essendon person than the Richmond person, but the legacy that he has left uh, the Essendon Football Club is immeasurable. Yes, Rex, he, uh, he's done a marvellous job out there at the club, back there at the club now, as we know. But before that, we had Barry Davis. Uh, he was my first coach there at Essendon and, uh, when I arrived. And uh, to have a young coach like Barry, uh, a fair bit of experience, having played at Essendon and North Melbourne, and uh, played a lot of footy himself, so uh, he was a great uh, educator. He, he, we were a pretty young side back at, back in '78, so he had two pretty important years there for for our development. And then along came Kevin, who hardened us up, and uh, and it was all about scragging and scratching and doing what you got to do to win games of footy, and you can yeah. only do it by uh, doing it the hard school of Knox, doing it that way, and uh, and uh, it was terrific. Yeah, it's a, a lot of us. It's also a legacy of the of the famous quote in the uh, '73 Grand Final: "No finessing and no smart stuff. Uh, bloody mm. Paran, back pocket plumber." And it, yeah, my goodness me, is he's just a plumber nicely polished now? <laughs> That's right. I always used to recall him saying, "Look, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm not telling you to do it, but if I was you, I'd, get, <laughs> I'd tread on that bloke's toes or drive a knee into him." <laughs> Oh, goodness yeah. me. If I don't know how many times he's mentioned that to us in a certain yeah. moment in time but uh, in his pre-match speeches. But, yeah. uh, if they had all the cameras they had today, mate, none of us would be playing anymore. <laughs> no, but uh, the other side to Kevin, though, where he was great, he he, he uh, gave you a second chance. He yeah. moved you around into other positions and, 
he uh, he was never going to die wondering. No, it, it all comes from, from, from probably his background at Paran. He came and he ran into Billy Barrett and they used to go hammer and tongs in inter-club competitions, that sort of thing. And I reckon when you struggle to become, you know, an established person, this comes through uh, your whole makeup. He built up a pretty good career around him, I yeah. think, Rex. I think it's pretty important. And you, even with coaches today, you got to have some good soldiers around you to, you know, to uh, pick up the pieces. and. Yeah tap you on the shoulder every now and then and say, listen, okay, but perhaps you should do it this way. And I think Brian Donahue and um, Dave Collins and uh, uh, guys that sort of are just sitting in the background, blokes that he really could trust and uh, were good support for him. So yeah. uh, uh, Merv Kane, he got back. He got a lot of his mates around he him. He did. Woody came uh, across, yeah. Under the club. Yeah. Brian Wood yeah. and these types of guys. And... Uh, um, yeah, it was good support for Kevin All right, you know, in his uh, journey as yeah. a coach here at the Bombers. Terry Danaher has joined us, and our time is on the wing. Uh, that round 22 match in <clears throat> 1990 <clears throat> versus St Kilda at Moorabbin, the, the four boys, uh, Neil began at full forward, Anthony on the wing, Chris in the centre, and you at full back. It just must have been such a great, great memory to have your, uh, your brothers all lining up on the ground to the start of that historical game. Yeah, it was good to, uh, in particular, to see, well, uh, Chris was cutting his teeth and uh, was going along OK. Anthony was playing good, strong footy. And Neil was, of course, having his uh, hurdles with uh, with his bad knees. and that. So, uh, but he got in and was able to string a few games together. So it was uh, fortunate for all of us that we were all up and running at that particular time. And... Um, and uh, as you said, ran out on the Moorabbin and we had a great day. The most important thing was we had a good win yeah. down there. And um, But we, we, all of us, have, you know, I think, uh, contributed. So, uh, you know, and that's, uh, that's all that was on our minds at the yeah. time, was <laughs> playing your part. Exactly. Yeah, going out and doing your job. But uh, we had a great celebration. The club were good after that. We, uh, where we went to a little bar nearby and uh, there was a few beers had and we had all the family down of course but uh, yeah. I might just also say that on, at that in that same year we played against the Vicks up there at the SCG and uh, where the four of us played together we knocked the Vicks off that year yeah so uh, don't worry I was pretty quick to get across <laughs> to, Kev, uh, to EJ and uh, so line them up son we're too good for you today. And, uh, I'm surprised EJ didn't call for a count yeah. he might have called for a count in his old days his <laughs> yeah. toying days uh, yeah that was well, a very yeah, memorable win as well so but been, uh, no yeah. it was good uh, you know considering from where where we've come from and that we've uh, we've been very fortunate to uh, yeah had the opportunity to uh, you know to play at the top level and uh, yeah, just the, the, the combatant, the, the contest week in, week out were great. And the beers afterwards, you, you yeah. always enjoy. Well, we thoroughly enjoyed, uh, you know, the step back in time, uh, Terry. And uh, good luck at uh, 58 years of age, mate. Let's hope you actually don't pull a hamstring just running down the race. But it should be a great mm. day up there at Hungary. But don't forget, Neil Danaher is leading the fight with MND. Uh, freeze at the MCG tomorrow, Collingwood and Melbourne. To SMS the word freeze to 0400. 064064 or visit freezemnd.com. You're a great man and thanks for spending time with us today, Terry Danaher. Uh, thank you, Rex. Thanks for having us.